Hi everyone, welcome back to Diamond's Corner. Today I'm sitting down with Nye the Stylist and we're just going to be talking about her journey being a hairstylist, a mom, and the grind. So walk us through a day in the life. Oh, okay, so um, a day in the life of me, like when I have a work day, today just happens to be one of those great days where I can take off. Um, but a day in the life mm-hmm. of me, realistically I wake up, um, get my son ready for school, um, well, I guess daycare, because he's only two. So, get him ready for, um, daycare, whatever. Get him dropped off, and then I go into the shop. Normally around, like, 8 a.m., 8.30, get everything prepped for my clients for the day. And then I normally get started around 9, and then I finish around 7. Ooh, okay, so you are busy all Oh, time. yes, and then after that, by then, um, my boyfriend normally has my son picked up, so I normally just go straight home after that, and then finish out my night so let's talk about your shop like how did that come about so my shop um i've been in there for almost a year now before that i was working from home and um so i was working from home and going to school and so i was very adamant about like not going into the shop until i had my license and everything like that just because you never know and although a lot of people don't realize in arizona you don't need a license to braid so I guess I could have walked mm-hmm. right into a shop. I just was very, on like a personal and like moral level, I wasn't really trying to go into a shop without having my license. So when I was working, right. um, when I was in school, I was working from home in my little living room, little kitchen stylist. <laughs> um, and after I finished school, I started looking around to find um, a little salon suite because I really didn't want to work in a like a beauty shop type of environment. I definitely wanted like that one-on-one type of connection with my clients so I found a salon suite that was pretty close to my house and then I just started working out of there yes how was the process of that like painting it designing it oh don't even get me started on the painting it was (laughs) it was definitely um a transition because I'm I'm definitely not the painter the contractor the the anything type, I'm the, I want to move in and get started. I don't really know about the in-between. So. No, so the designing process wasn't really. No, I'm not the interior designer type. So I know I was like tapping into all of my Pinterest friends and stuff. And I'm like, girl, what do I do? <laughs> I want it to be cute, but I don't want it to look like me. Um, So they definitely helped a lot. I had some help from some friends, but a lot of it was just kind of like brainstorming like okay this goes with that let's just let's just make it go because i see it in my head i need to make it happen in person it's super cute you got a design so cute i like your videos oh thank you so do you feel like you found your groove like with the business and being a mom like how long did it take you to find your groove with things or was it pretty um so for me like doing hair is something i've been doing since i was like 14 years old so i've been doing it for a long time and it's kind of more of a hobby for me so i know once i uh became a mom it was kind of i wasn't doing hair full time i was kind of just um like working your average like nine to five, I worked at Subway for a while. Then I worked for like CenturyLink. So just having a nine to five. And so I kind of felt like that's what I needed to do since, you know, it was like for sure money. It was secure. I was a mom now. I needed to make sure that I had that for sure paycheck coming in so I could pay bills, take care of my kid. But it also became like, I don't really want to do this for the rest of my life either. And I don't want to feel like I'm in a box just because I'm a mom. So it kind of... um 
it was funny because I never really thought I would go to cosmetology school or become a hairstylist because when I was in school, I was very much like, um, I was like an AP student. I was like the nerdy kid. I had all the honors classes, didn't really have that many friends, just was very focused on school. And a lot of my teachers, they told me I'd be stupid to become a hairstylist just because... Just because, like, people, I feel like they think, like, oh, hairstylist is, like, oh, that was your last option, or you had, or, like, right. you, you're you a hairstylist because you weren't that good in school, or you barely made it, and I'm like, no, I just, I like hair, so, um, when I first had my son, like, I kind of was, like, stuck on, okay, I'm gonna do something, like, in the medical field, like, I'm gonna be a nurse, or something like that, because that's kind of what was pushed into me, and I, like, I took the classes and stuff like that in high school, but, I was kind of like, um, no, this doesn't sound fun to me. Like, I don't want to go to school for all this time and then go into a career that I may not like. So I just kind of took a leap of faith, went to hair school, um, started off just, you know, doing my friends from school's hair, um, posting that on Instagram. It was actually funny because my Instagram started as a school assignment. It wasn't even something that I wanted to do. My teacher made us like all start social medias and stuff like, oh, this is your portfolio. Oh, oh wow. Right. So I'm like, you know, that's your portfolio and everything like that. So I'm like, you know, had I not go to cosmetology school, I probably would never have an Instagram in the first place. Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, you proved everybody wrong. <laughs> Stay getting clients and it just looks so perfect and neat. <laughs> yeah. And I think that kind of was like my, what, um, that kind of was like my motivation. Like I knew I could do hair. It wasn't something I kind of doubted in myself. It was more just so let me show everybody who told me that I couldn't make this a career. Let me make it a career for them. Yes. Love that. Was it hard for you to get clients in the beginning? Um, So I think in the beginning, it was kind of like I was in my own head about it. Because once I kind of like had a strategy for things and I got I got out of my own head, it was very easy. I kind of I have a lot of um like anxiety and stuff like that when it comes to like talking to people and stuff like that. So that kind of helped me back a lot when I first started because yeah because I just I did not want to talk to strangers I didn't want to like it gave me anxiety to even work with a stranger so I kind of had to get past Uh that and once I got past that it was like okay I can do this so now I'm in Walmart like oh you need your hair done here's my card (laughs) walking through parking lots like hey you got braids if your braiders ever canceling on you or anything like that I got you so it kind of became I just started talking to people and it just happened (laughs) And then, you know, Instagram definitely helps. Right. I feel like that's the hardest part, though, when you want to do something. Do you have any advice, like, for listeners? Um, So I know it sounds so cliche. Like, I literally hear it on literally everyone I ever talk to. They're like, you know, just do it. Just do it. I'm like, literally just do it. (laughs) Like, if you want to be a podcaster, YouTuber, hairstylist, just do it. Because at the end of the day, like, if I look back on my work now, I don't know who was paying for that. Like, the simple fact that somebody was paying me to put that in their head is crazy to me. But people had faith in me, and they really they thought that I could do what I could do. So, you know, it started off, like, not so great. But, I mean, look at me now. I'm make, I made a career. It's what I do for a living now. So, 
it's definitely something that can it can happen. You just have to put your put your all into it. It's not something that you can be like, oh, I'm gonna do it today and hope it all happens today. Like, that's not how it works. You have to put your all into it. You have to have those sleepless nights, those those brainstorm moments, those people who are gonna doubt you, and that's what's gonna give you the motivation to just really put everything into it and really do it. Like, how do you balance self care and like growing yourself? business and being a mom like and raising like a whole human so honestly that's crazy because i'm still trying to figure it out um i i had a lot of moments in the beginning where i kind of neglected certain parts of myself just so that i can get things done because it's like you know you're i'm still only 20 i'm well not even 22 i'm about to turn 22 so um it's just like okay just even learning what self-care is to me like what do i what do i like to do for myself that makes me happy because like to me like doing hair makes me happy it's a hobby that i mean i just happen to make money off of but outside of that that's my job now so it's just like okay what do i do like do i like to journal do i like to exercise like things like that and then as far as like my son's still too so it's just you know I think it's right now it's kind of just like setting the tone, setting that right example. Like, I mean, even though, I mean, I am young, I am, um, you know, still getting things figured out. But at the end of the day, like he's taking care of, he wouldn't know a thing was wrong in mommy's world if, even if he had to know. But um, I think it's just kind of like, I think it's really just like learning who you are and then putting that into yourself if that makes sense because um I used to work non-stop like to where my day off was when someone didn't book that day it wasn't I'm gonna put this day off because I was like you know I need to make all the money I can I need to get my name out there I need to um Mm -hmm. do all the things I need to do to make my business what I what I vision it to be so I'm kind of at a point right now to where I'm realizing like you know people are gonna book whether I post or not people are gonna book whether I tell them to or not so it's kind of I'm kind of getting to that point now where I'm like okay I can breathe a little and be like okay what what do I want to do on my days off or like I can tell people like no I don't want to work on my day off right now I want to lay down and do nothing i want to get some sleep or something like that like i have the i feel like i have the freedom to do that now as as opposed to before i felt like i was just i was just swimming in a in a big pond full of sharks well i'm so happy for you and right now is the perfect time to do that especially with like the holidays coming up and like the cold season like you're gonna you're definitely gonna yes find for sure life. anybody out there wanting to be a hairstylist anything like that this is definitely the season to do it everybody wants their hair done everybody is going through mm-hmm. the the waves of what i like to call the hairstylist pandemic right now because there's not too many good ones left right okay that's what i was gonna talk about next i saw you post something on instagram the other day and it was like this hairstyle says that they were gonna start charging. Girl, for the yes. <laughs> I see so many crazy things like that at this point. And I know you um had replied to that and you were just saying like people are making the job way harder than it needs to be. And I'm like, that's exactly it. Because right. I know like going into that post, I know that Sila, she was talking about how she was gonna charge for the parts because you know, the kids weren't sitting still and stuff like that. But to me, like me personally, we all know how kids are. They don't want to get their hair done. They that's not the 
it's not in their plans for the day. So if you're not built for that, if you're not built to, you know, have the patience for a kid, maybe you shouldn't do kids hair or something like that. But to me, if you're going to, if you get so frustrated just off of party, maybe this isn't the, you know, the field for you because <laughs> that's the job. <laughs> Yes, I used to work at Claire's, and them kids couldn't sit still. Yeah, like, it's kind of like, Listen, it's like, if you want to be a braider, what did, what did you think you were signing up for? I'm like, even just, I've seen people say, like, the craziest things, like, I'm charging extra. Like, even things that don't have anything to do with, um, anything to do with the actual style. Like, I've seen, like, the, oh, if you're five minutes late, I'm charging you $50, and it's like, so you've never uh, got caught behind an ambulance or, like, got caught in traffic before? I, I just feel like sometimes there's, like, a lack of humanity and stuff, and stuff like that in a lot of people. And kind of, like, um, yeah. I kind of feel like they lose, like, their, I don't want to say dignity, but, like, integrity. And they lose a lot of integrity in the, serve, like in the, um, in the business because it is quick money and it is fast money. And you can make a lot of money really fast if you're good at what you do. And I feel like a lot of people kind of take advantage of that once they get their foot in the door. They're like, you know, you know, I've got my foot in the door. Now I'm going to charge a thousand in a day because I can. And sometimes it's not about what you can do. It's but it's kind of about what you should do, like ethically. Right. And making your your client, whatever customer feel like happy and like confident. Exactly. Like I feel like to me, my biggest... My biggest concern is that my client's happy, that everyone's happy at the end of the service. The last thing I need is to be charging someone an arm and a leg, and now they feel like they have to they have to choose between their hair and their rent to get their hair done, and that should never be the right. case. Like I just want to make everyone feel good, look good. I know how it feels to you know wake up and be like you know I'm not feeling like myself. I wish my hair was done. I'm frustrated because I can't get my hair to be right. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like I want to provide that for people. And it doesn't have to be something that you have to like break your neck to pay for. What was the hardest? What's the hardest part about being a hairstylist? Um, I think for me, the hardest part has been because I'm such kind of like a kind-hearted person. I find the need to make some like make things right with everyone, or I find the need to make everybody happy. And sometimes that's not the right thing to do. I found that a lot of times I was kind of getting mm-hmm. taken advantage of because. I'd have people, you know, they want this, but I'm kind of, like, going way outside of, like, my comfort zone to do this for someone when that's not, that's not what I do. So I just had to kind of, I think for me, it was, like, learning how to say no to a lot of things or just learning um, how to kind of put my foot down because there are a lot of entitled people in this world who feel as though just because I am a hairstylist, I have to do their hair, and that's not really the case at all. I don't have right. no one has to do anything ever. Like whether you're a hairstylist and anything, like you don't have to do anything. I mean, unless you, unless and eat, breathe, and listen to your mama. That's all you got to do in life. So that's all you have to do. So to me, like I had a lot of times where people were kind of like demanding things, and it kind of made it seem like, well, dang. If I say no to this, are they going to be mad at me? But then I feel like I don't know these people, so why do I care if they're mad at me? I kind of had to get out of my head with that because it kind of is what it is. Because at the end of the day, I'm just another hairstylist to a lot of people. Especially the people just shopping around and stuff like that. So if I have to say no to somebody and they get a little upset, that's fine. Because all they're going to do is go to the next person and ask the same thing. 
and see who says yes. Do you want to work your way up to being a celebrity? Um, yeah. I actually get that a lot, and I, I honestly don't like. I, I'm very content with my Ooh. with my clientele. I'm I do want to work with athletes a lot of um a lot. So I I enjoy working with like basketball players, baseball players. I have a couple of clients like that. So shout out to them, but. Um, I don't really like to me like the the hype around like, oh, you know, this person just hit me up. I'm going to drop everything to go do their hair. That doesn't sound fun to me. Like, it sounds like cool. Like, I feel like the 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 Nyana in me, of course, like I want to go meet Jada Wade. I want to go, you know, I want to go. I want to go see all these people. But the the businesswoman in me, like, is that really smart? Because really, you're fulfilling your personal need. Not a business need because you dropped like three of your regular clients to go do this random person's hair that you don't know and may never come back. So, I mean, I do I do love um, the opportunities. I have worked with a few influencers. I love the opportunity, but it's not something that I would solely want to do, I don't think. Because again, back to like that entitled personality, I feel as though a lot of people have that and I'm not her. So um, there's yeah, there's a lot of people out here who would love to jump through hoops to do a lot of people's hair. And I'm just, I'm not her. I'm very content with um, the people, like the people I know are going to come back. Like if I have, I'm going to do Jada Wade's hair one time, get, get a little clout off of it. But what about the people who are paying my bills consistently <laughs> and coming in, sitting in my chair consistently? I would never want to ruin, um, ruin a relationship with someone who comes to me consistently and is local to me and in my city who wants to get their hair done and stuff like that for someone who found me on Instagram and just wants to get who just wants the look but then just wants to be done with it like you're gonna take it out in two days anyway how did you come up with the name polished um so I don't really that's actually funny I've had people ask me how I thought of and I did that but I don't even know where polished your crown came from Um, I saw a lot of people like say like, you know, you know, your hair is the crown you never take off and stuff like that. So like, I always thought of like hair as your crown and like the crown that, you know, the crown you never take off. I mean, unless you shave it off or whatever, but I mean, it's still there. So, um, I kind of thought of it like, you know, you're gonna, you're not, um, starting over. You're just kind of touching up what you already have. Like, you're already great the way you are. You're already beautiful the way you are. But let's just, let's add a little polish. Let's add a little sparkle to where you already are. So cute. <laughs> what are some goals that you have for um, the rest of the year? I know for the rest of the year, I'm definitely trying to, because I just moved into my new shop. So I did get that done. But I am, thank you. Um, but I'm also trying to um, get some retail out there. I've been, like, struggling in the last, about I would say, like, for the last year, I've been kind of struggling, like, what I want to sell, like, what I think my, what I think would look good for my business, whether that be, like, selling hair, selling products, um, even selling, like, um, items and stuff like that. So, I'm kind of getting more in tune with that so that I can kind of get something out there for people. Um, I'm also trying to get into, like, classes and stuff like that, whether whether that be, like, virtual or in person, like, one-on-ones or both. So I'm kind of just trying to tap into that because I know I'm good at what I do. It's just a matter. Like, I've heard people ask me, like, can you teach me? And I'm like, I don't really know how to teach someone that's kind of different <laughs> than just doing it. So I'm kind of just trying to tap into that and maybe, like, get some classes pushed out there and stuff like that. Yes, I love that for you. 
what are some other besides hairstylists? Are there any other like career ventures that you want to do? Or, like, um, so I else? definitely like I know de- hairstyling definitely isn't in my future forever. You know, at some point, my body's gonna be like, yes, this sit down for a second but um I definitely see myself you know having those clients here and there that you know those VIPs and I don't say when I say VIPs I don't Mm -hmm. mean celebrities I mean VIPs the very important people to me um so I mean I see myself doing that for for a very long time but I also see myself kind of just talking to people I've always said I kind of wanted to be like a motivational speaker and like just go around and kind of like talk to people, teach people what I like, do classes, teach people how to do what I did. And then um, it sounds so bizarre, but like when I'm old, like Paul, not old, but like when I'm like kind of up there, like 40, 50s, you know, when it's time to sit down and not be standing up all day, I really want to be a lawyer. And it sounds so backwards. <laughs> I know it sounds so backwards. Like, why would you do that later? But I mean, to me, I'm like, I know I'm a good arguer, and I know that's something that I could be good at. It's just not something that I want to put all that time into right now. So I'm like, when I'm when I'm older and I have myself already established, that's where I'll be. Period. We need more Black women motivating, yes. standing up. You Very know. much so. So I'm like, that's definitely something that, you know, I want to do. And then I feel like right now like I know I have the mental and stuff like that to be a lawyer and I know that's probably like with all my teachers and mentors and stuff growing up would love me to be but right now I think I'm kind of like on a personal and like like a self journey just to prove a lot of people wrong and like even just prove myself wrong so like once I'm done with that then it'll be like okay Mm -hmm. let me show you what this mental is about What's your um, favorite hairstyle? Right now, I'm I actually just posting about it. I'm like in love with the soft lock trend right now. Um, I love everything soft oh, locks. Yes. Now, I don't really care for the butterfly locks. I don't really, I don't know why I don't like them. So I don't know. It's just, I it doesn't, it's not cute to me. So, but it looks, don't get me wrong. It looks good on a lot of people. It's just not my cup of tea. It's just very big and out there. I like very, like, clean and polished, like, looking styles. Yeah, so I feel like Butterfly Locks is not that, for sure. Um, so for me, it's just a style that I'm like, I'm going to sit that one out. Because I'm a firm believer if I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. So I'm a, like, if I don't like the style personally, I'm just... It's one of the, like you can't pay me enough to do something that I'm not gonna look at at the end and be like, that's cute. Um, let me see. Right now, I would say, I mean, I don't do them anymore. But before my least favorite hairstyle, it was box braids, like the traditional box braids. Um, they're just like I just feel like since knowledge are a thing now, like why are we still why are we still doing this? <laughs> Especially because knotless are so much. Like, it's so much better for your hair. It's healthier. And I'm a, I'm very much so a stylist that's going to promote healthy hair over the style. So if I don't think the style is going to do your hair any good, I'm going to recommend against it. So when it comes to, like, b- box braids, there's not too many good things people have said about box braids when you wear them for a very long time. Everyone that we all know who grew up wearing box braids don't have edges now, or their edges are thin, or they're all having like hairline problems. So why do we want to keep doing that? Like why are we, why are we stuck in our ways with that when there's a there's an alternative that's so much better 
it does so much more for your hair. And like me personally, I feel like I've um I've just mastered that skill when it comes to knowledge to where again it's one of those things when I do box braids, I look at it at the end and be like, This this isn't it. Like, why do you want these little knots on your head? <laughs> you can post <laughs> some hair facts or like on your thing because I don't be knowing like I want to know what the hairstylists are thinking. I need to know what products, what, if I have heat damage, I need to know what shampoo and conditioner. Like I, yes. And I think that's what I'm really trying to get into now too, is just kind of more like educating. Like, I think I've kind of gotten the point across that like, y'all know, I know how to do braids. You guys all know, I know how to do some soft locks. Let's get into how to take care of your braids, how to take care of your natural hair under your braids. When you take your braids out, how you should do it properly. So I think I'm getting more into that. And I think, again, it kind of goes um, it kind of goes more back into, like, getting myself out of my own head and getting used to, like, you know, I got to, in order to teach and educate, I have to put myself in front of a camera. And I'm not always the most comfortable doing that. So I think I have to, you know, just get that part out of my head or just talking on camera and stuff like that. So even this was a big step because I'm like, okay, someone's going to hear me on camera. <laughs> What are some tips and advice that you can give the listeners right now that want to start something? I know you said this, but give yeah, some of course. more. So, um, if you want to get started, I, I can really only speak like through like hairstylists or like even just like starting a business in general. But I kind of think it applies to a lot of things. If you mm-hmm. want to get started doing anything in your life, not only do you have to just do it, but honestly, I think. For me, kind of like sitting down and like writing down what exactly you want to do. Because I know when I started, I used to say I wanted to do hair, but like that there's a lot that goes into that. Like, do I want to be a, do I want to be an educator, a teacher? Do I want to do color? Do I want to do braids? Like some, you have to kind of just hone in on like what exactly you want to do. Just because when you do such a, like a broad scope, you have to kind of like dial in on who your target audience is. So just start with that. I feel like start with what you really want to do, what you're really trying to do and who you want to see that and who you want to target. And then from there, I think kind of like think of ways on how you can get in front of your target audience. So like for me, I know my target audience is the luxury black girl. Like I love the aesthetic of, you know, the girls who prioritize how, how they look, how their hair looks and stuff like that. So I kind of thought of like, okay, where does that person shop? She's not shopping in Walmart. She's not shopping in, um, you know, your local 99 cent store. She's in Target. She's in, she's at Fashion Square Mall. She's not at Metro Center. She's, you know, you have to get in front of that because as a business owner, you're never going to, you can't rely on social media and other people to get your name out there. You have to put your name out there. So if you're going to sell lashes, if you're going to do hair, if you're going to wash cars, you need to go out and find the people you want to sell these things to so that they know who you are. Because just saying like, oh, I hope someone, like, let me go stand in Scottsdale and hope that someone sees me. That's not really what you want to do and vice versa. Like if you want to be the affordable hairstylist where, um, you know, everybody should be able to afford your prices. You want to go to places like, you know, the Walmart, the, the Walgreens, the CVS, the even the target, like just places like you think that the people who would be able to afford the everyday things would be shopping, not the, you don't want to go to the Christian Dior store and offer your super cheap prices. Cause that's not going to attract the people in that store. 
So I think just getting in front of your target audience and then also just kind of believing in yourself, getting yourself out of your own head, because at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want to do. Um, there's there's so many success stories and stuff like that out there. And I know we all find like inspiration in them, but we can all be that person. It's just putting in the work. Like you can't say like, oh, I'm going to do my nine to five. And then when I get off of work, I'll spend like an hour thinking about my business. No, sis, you need to be thinking about your business from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep in your dreams. When you wake up, you that should be the first thing on your mind. And if that's not, and if that's not what, um, if that's not your mindset, then I also think that everybody's not a business owner. Everybody's not an entrepreneur. And I think we're in a phase and we're in an era right now where entrepreneurship is trending and that's what's cute and that's what's cool right now but in reality like there wouldn't be entrepreneurs if there wasn't employees so not everybody needs to be an owner of everything sometimes it's very okay with being an employee or being someone that works under someone else not everybody can handle the stress and the the magnitude that it takes to run a business or run something and be the owner of something because when you work a nine to five, you know, you, you get that eight hours, that, you know, 10 hours or whatever, you know, you work your 40 hours a week and then you're done. When you're a business owner, you're working from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep and everywhere in between. And then you, you always have work to do. So there's never going to be a, I'm going to take a vacation and not think about business. That doesn't exist when you're a business owner. So if you're not ready to like put your all into something, it's not something that I would recommend for everyone. Perfectly said. And my last question for you is how do you um, make sure So you for stay me, shy? I think now that, like I said, I'm kind of getting into a place where I'm a little bit more comfortable with my business and like where I'm at. I think right now I stay, I keep myself where I'm at by just, you know, staying motivated. I don't ever try to, I never try to um, let myself feel too comfortable in a state. So if I feel like I'm too comfortable, I need to think of something else to do. And that kind of helps me, um, keep myself motivated and going because I feel as though when I have nothing to look forward to I'm very just um stagnant in life so having a goal at all times definitely helps me and then um you know being with my son being with my family that definitely that helps a lot because just getting out of like I know I say like you know it's hard to not think about business but sometimes just stepping outside of like getting out of the shop or getting out of like my little space to where all I'm doing is working, 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 just having those moments where you're just with family and um can have a good time and not have to think about like, oh, I wonder if someone's watching me or I wonder how this looks for my business and stuff. You can just have a good time on your own and just kind of separate. Like I like to separate myself from, you know, my business sometimes. Like it's not always all about, no, I did that. Sometimes I just want to be me. I want to go out. I want to you know, I want to be at the red lights working on the headlights. I don't want my client to judge me afterwards. <laughs> and I don't want my client to judge me about it afterwards. Sometimes I might be on my story and I'm going to be out with my homegirls. But that doesn't have right, anything to do right. with your appointment at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> so I think like just having right. that balance yes. and remembering the fact that because I know a lot of times um when I look at the people around me or just like a lot of people my age I know I kind of stand out because a lot of people my age they're not doing what I'm doing and it's hard to find someone that I have a lot in common with because no one's really doing what I'm doing at at my age everyone at my age is you know still trying to figure things out and I feel as though even though I'm still trying to figure things out I've kind of figured it out as for right now what I want to do um 
<laughs> Thank you. So I think for right now, it's just kind of um, like remembering like, okay, even though I may, like I tell people all the time, like, I feel like I live a 35 year old's life because I just have this, like, I feel like I already have a career. I already have a life. I already have a family. So I feel like I'm like old, but then sometimes I have to remember mm-hmm. like, girl, you're still 21. Like, like, let's go outside. Like, Literally. let's take a trip. Let's, or like, sometimes it's okay to enjoy the right. fruits of your labor. Like, don't think about like, oh my gosh, if I take a vacation, someone's going to be mad because I'm going to be booked. I'm going to be gone for a whole week. Like, girl, for let's forget them for a second and let's just worry about you. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Nye. You really got to share. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I just love this for you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this entire episode of Diamonds Corner featuring Nye Did That. I know this episode had a lot of audio up and downs, but Nye was really spitting and had really great information to share. So I hope you guys were listening up and loved this episode. If you are in Phoenix, Arizona, get your hair done, polish the crown, schedule your <laughs> schedule your appointment down below and follow Nye on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and stay shining.